Hey, this is Matt from Blue October, and you're listening to the Blues Hockey Podcast. All right, we're back. We're back. And one less person here. Womp womp. No Chris. But the positive is, Jace now gets a microphone now. Jace. Yeah. He's so excited to have a microphone. So, yeah. So it was, a, it was a hard thing for me to set up three, just get three mics going. Right. And then it's like, at four, I'm like, man, we don't have that much space. Eventually, we run out of space. But no, we're good. So thanks to everybody who listened to us last uh, week we didn't post a second episode because the first episode kind of crashed <laughs> things sorry, so y'all. yeah so everybody thank you for listening which caused everybody which caused basically it to crash but what? it got back up within like less than 24 hours which is the positive i mean it could be worse like nobody could have listened to it yeah that's like, the positive could, i mean i would rather have the traffic and have to you know like release something a day or so late yeah, so we'll take it. So everything worked out great. So a little bit's happened by a little bit. I mean, with the blues, it's never easy. A lot's happened no. since the last time we talked. You give us a week and, you know, they apparently just decide to implode. Yeah, so the first, uh, here's a kind of recap what we'll go over. We got the end of the World Cup happened, which, like everybody thought it would, pretty much. Everybody, we guessed correctly. Yeah, so yeah, then I-, I was rooting for Team Europe, though. Yeah, so I, mean, I think everybody wanted to really see somebody else other than Canada win, but the problem is Canada. They're good. It's Canada. They're good. <laughs> Duh. Well, Europe made something of it though, so we got that going on. We got our Blues news, which is always a downer right now. It's all over the board. Yeah. So uh, they're the reason I don't. Wear couple. Makeup. We have two people not with the team. One is not in the country. One is hurt. So, and then we'll talk about the couple preseason games that have happened since the last time we talked. And uh, then we'll just wrap it up after that. So let's go into the world cup first. So Canada versus team Europe, a surprise, uh, surprise Sweden with overtime goal. And they are in the final. So the best of three is not just a uh, do or die situation. Yeah, but they didn't even go. Yeah. So the first game, uh, nah, it was pretty much dominated by Canada. Yeah, we, we watched a good majority of the first game. And mm-hmm. I mean, it was some good hockey. Like there was. Yeah, I mean, I was kind of surprised on how chippy it was yeah, throughout like, the whole tournament, really. But especially the championship game, we figured, uh, you know, everybody's kind of taking it easy, getting ready for the NHL season is right on the corner. But uh not uh, not happening. Everybody kind of was uh, going for it to start. So I mean, Canada only had what like three goals against yeah. or something in the finals. Yeah, they only had uh, three. Yeah, That's... yeah, it was like three to one the first game. Right? Yeah, it was three to one, and then uh, two to one next game. So two then. So uh, so basically, uh, the Blues bring home uh, I guess the championship for that. Three Blues do total. Technically, mm-hmm. Doug Armstrong, who is the GM of uh, Team Canada. And then our pair, number one pair of defensemen, Jay Bomeister and uh, Alex Petrangelo. Bomeister. He actually was in on the game-winning goal <laughs> with 40 seconds left. He was on the two-on-one rush that led to the uh, goal. Where, so. where is he where, Like when we need some game-winning goals? I yeah, mean, he apparently played pretty well, so hopefully he can keep it up. Everybody plays so much better like, when they're not 
playing for like, the I think Berglund always plays extremely well on international We were yeah, literally, we said, I said that exact same thing on the way here. I was like, Bergy just, he's phenomenal when he's playing, you know, for his country. Like it's Yeah, he even said like, he, you know, it was kind of like obviously last minute for him. And then he, had, he was, you know, said he, he didn't play his best, but yet he had, I think, a goal and possibly an assist mm-hmm. in the two games he played. So uh good you know so it's good for them so good experience uh i would say people came out of the tournament relatively unscathed which is good unfortunately that didn't happen here nope so he's gonna be all right guys so practice so practice happens and i believe he was tangled up with alexander steen and fell awkwardly is what it was said Jaden schwartz apparently was only minorly hurt is what they said one day the next day it was announced that after they did the mri He's out four to six weeks, so That's, he'll miss approximately, if they keep with that timeline, the first nine games of the season. Oh, my. Jeez. Well, this this happens. Once again, as, during practice. Yeah. This happens every year right Didn't, before the season starts. Stasny, how did Stasny get hurt? He got tangled up in the net, right, and broke his ankle. That was or, no. That's what, that's what uh, Schwartz did during the year. But Stasny hurt his shoulder. Shoulder. He did okay. a shoulder injury to start the year last year. So we always have somebody that's a top six player hurt to start the year. So maybe mm-hmm. always starts with an S. Yeah, like they always. Good point. They always tell us like he's gonna be good, guys. Like it's not. It's nothing. It's a scratch. It's. A I just scratch. hate that. I know they're trying, and I love how they're in the week where um, both Perron and uh, Fabry sat out a couple practices, and they're already using upper body injury. Mm. Which I thought is like. <sighs> Hopefully he just overplucked his eyebrows. Yeah. So like, Fabry, I think, was on the ice. I think I don't think he played the, any of the games, but he did resume practicing. So which is good. And I don't know about. I think Perron skated at least. So we'll, well take we it. Gotta, that guy needs a special helmet, though, man. Like yeah. with all the stuff that's happened to him, like he just he just scares me. Yeah, I know. He uses I know he uses the one. I know because Andy McDonald used that one that was like really it made him look like a bobblehead almost because it was like yeah, so, I, it looks I'm, big. It, and they, but it's but it's like you know especially made for like you know pre- it's you know preventing concussions or at least people who have concussions wear them and they're a little bit more prevalent now than they used to be. He kind of was, was one of the first one to wear it back in the day. What was that old school hockey video game where the was it NHL hits where the guys' heads oh, yeah, were real you big? Could put in like yeah, NHL hits that's, with the code. Yes, yeah, that's what. And they would get they would shrink or they, shrink or get big. Yeah, yeah. And they okay, had good. The, NHL job. rock. Well, that's, that's I love that game. Run. I love that's that game. We have we have it at home, I believe. Somewhere. Yeah, for the place that we have rock the rink, which is really oh similar, my gosh, and it's just like a bloodbath. Mm-hmm. I went and bought. I bought my. I rebought my Sega games like NHL '93 and '95 and stuff like that. I actually have a couple of those out there. We're gonna have to. We just need to have like a live feed one day where we just play a hockey game. I think we'll do that. Like I said, we're gonna work on the uh, Facebook Live stuff. So let's see that 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 and the so Blues made, made some fun. cuts as well this week. So some are most are on a not a, you know truly unexpected. And you figure most of these guys are probably gonna get sent back to juniors or. You know, not really make the team or whatever. Uh, the first, there's first cuts were pretty basic, and they were sent down just so they can kind of develop. Well, develop plus the uh, I think starting tomorrow, October third, I believe is the start of the Chicago Wolves training camp. Oh, so it? they had to fill out that. Uh, so basically, the Blues first off assigned uh, Jacob. Let's go Doty D O T Y. Mackenzie McEachern and Justin Selman, along with Vili Husso, which I was a little surprised with the Husso because I, I mean apparently he didn't have that good of a, one of the preseason games. He had an okay game, didn't have the best, and but they said like at the prospect tournament that they had, um, I thought he, he played was, really well. I was gonna say I thought he did really well. So but... I th- so part of me wants to think like 
maybe they sent him down first because like all right he's gonna go down he's gonna be our guy mm-hmm. the other two guys that we're gonna leave here that are just gonna be warm bodies and mm-hmm. then we'll figure out what to do with them so um and obviously we don't have our stuff completely figured out yet. yeah i mean and that's very obvious i mean i think the blues are the one team that actually takes advantage of preseason to shuffle things around and see Mm-hmm. Who can do what where? And then also, the first of our professional tryouts was released, and that was Jan Stastny, which probably of all the six that were there was probably the longest shot to stick with the team, just for not play, really playing in NHL for a handful, uh, handful of years, like at least three years now. Uh, let's see. We'll go over that guy, that douchebag, in a minute. <laughs> and uh, we'll finish up our cuts first. Uh, cuts were made just yesterday, and one was kind of surprising just because he's kind of our the biggest name guy, which we'll talk about. So first off, the guys that were assigned were Connor Bleckley and Vince Dunn, along with Brad Hunt, were all assigned to AHL, which pretty much were figured, but they stuck around a little bit longer than thought. Uh, so it brings the Blues are sitting at 44 players now in camp. But 44. the last guy that was released, kind of surprising, was TJ Galliardi, who was released from his tryouts. Yep. I was surprised by that. He's kind of the biggest name, but I haven't got to see any of the games, so I couldn't tell how he was playing, so I guess he just wasn't up to snuff, I guess. Um, yeah, he could have went out there and just completely, you know, looked a, looked like a rookie. But then again, you know with how back and forth his career has been in the NHL. like and his yeah. health on top of that is just, honestly, I, I think it's a smart move. Well, but every time that he has something go wrong, it's something different, too. It's never, like, just, like, a consistent, like, shoulder problem or knee problem, anything like that. And... Guy just needs a bubble around him. I I, I feel like after, you know, seeing, like, his, I guess, NHL career ever since he started with it, like, he did really well his rookie year. But after that, I feel like he kind of did a Patrick Berglund. Like, I feel like maybe he got two in his head after just having, like, an injury and getting down on himself. Or a little bit himself. of success, and then you he, have to kind of yeah. maintain Maybe it. he just, like, got comfortable, and he was like, well, if I just do this, I'll just fly under the radar and be safe. But when he's of... good, he's really good. Like, when he was playing for San Jose, he scored, he solidified his playing time in the playoffs that season because he scored, I think it was 13 or 14 goals on the ending stretch going into the postseason. And then when he was playing in the postseason, he was on a line with Burns and Thornton. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That, yeah, that's what, it, that's what we were talking about earlier, Burns and Thornton. So I just feel like when he's good, he's really, really, really good. And then he just kind of drops off. So Yeah, so uh, like a, kind of a, one of the surprise guys that's still sticking around, I think, is uh, Jordan Schmaltz. He's a first-round pick from a handful of years ago. Uh, played last night in Chicago against his brother Nick Schmaltz, who was drafted. I, so I wonder, uh, I wonder who the parents are rooting for. Yeah, well, whoever's more successful, obviously. Well, the so they're both about the same right now. Neither both are questions not answered. You know, which child do you love more? Yep. So it's kind of interesting, but so he's sticking around, and uh, Hitchcock has even kind of like pointed him out that how impressive he's been so far, and. You never know. Could he be like a new Pareko who sticks around? I hope that he sticks around and he keeps it up because if that's the case, and then you know he's got his that just adds to our rivalry. I think it. I think it'd be fun to see them. Play yeah, I actually when uh, it came around when his brother, I think it was a two, two or three years ago when his brother was up for draft, and then the Blues. I think he was like I picked two picks for the Blues had a chance at him, and I was like, oh, that'd have been cool to have both of those guys because yeah, I like awesome. the old Sutter brothers and stuff. I always mm-hmm. thought that was real cool. Yeah. 
And the freaking Sedin sisters. Yeah. Correct. Just, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's in their contract. They can't be separated, right? They are yeah. aliens. I they don't are. care what anybody says. They oh. are aliens. Yeah, because they originally said that when they got drafted, and like when they when the draft was around, they're like, "Well, you draft draft one of us, or you you can't draft one of us. It's both of us." So that's yeah, why that's Vancouver traded. Cannot, yeah, Vancouver traded up to draft them. I think two and three, I believe. Like, yeah, I feel like they have twins. Jedi powers. Yeah. Like they're just like you. And can, they got the twin powers. Yeah, mm-hmm. The ESP powers. Mm-hmm. So we'll just talk about this guy, and that'll be the end of it for this year. Yeah, please. So if the saga is finally over, at least. So basically this week, Vladimir Saboko reported to Avangard, not the Blues. After trying to get out, supposedly after trying to get out of his contract, pretty much came out that he had to pay two-thirds of what his, his salary is going to be. So for you math majors out there, it he was 66% of $4 million is $2.7 million, which ironically, is how much he would have got paid if he came over here. Mm-hmm. So basically, he would have made nothing or he would have owed money to play hockey this year. So how about now? he pretty much is, according to Armstrong, still trying to get out of the deal. I'm not holding my breath at all. Neither am I, and I, I don't believe that either. I feel like Armstrong lies to us. He lies. Part of me, part of me, like I wish I could know like exactly what went on. So obviously Armstrong, not defending him, but you could he like obviously couldn't see the contract that he signed. That's what I want. I want to see the contract. Maybe I'm nosy, but yeah. So I know the Blues probably had like you can't see exactly what he signed, and I guess Saboka. I don't feel sorry for him for many reasons. One of them, when you change agents three times when you're trying to figure out your contract status for the next season, like obviously things are going to get missed. Yeah, and he's not so. He's not here again. So, Blues fans, hopefully some of you have cried it out and you're good to go. I think it's turned more of people are – a lot of people who really like the guy, I've seen mm-hmm. a lot more hate online for, like, the whole situation in general now. I feel like a lot of people are starting to educate themselves on what the situation really was, and they're starting to realize that, like, you know, this is this is his own fault. And I think people have, like, also him, his the memories of him actually playing here mm-hmm. have faded as well. So now you don't remember – He's just, exactly who he was. And he's and left stuff. too much of a bad taste in so many people's mouths, especially if it, like, I mean, I hate to say this, but, you know, the bandwagon fans, like, yeah. you know, they, and we've, we do have a lot of them, just like every team. I will say that. But bandwagon fans, you know, they're, they're the biggest haters too. So. Yeah. So they're the ones that quick the judge and whenever everybody's a whole, whole Steen should be captain and mm-hmm. Twitter the, wars. Yeah. Those I mean, fans when you're uneducated, you know, what's the saying? Um, I don't want to say that they're stupid, but you know. The, yeah, you go ahead and say that. No, well, the, you can't care. The loudmouth people are usually the more uneducated, stupid fucks out there. So hey, oh, language. Oh, we're fine with that. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> but, yeah, Children. But, but no, it's just um, being uneducated about certain things, and they just hop on the bandwagon. They hear someone start yelling about something, they start yelling about the same thing when they don't know what's the real story or like uh, my favorite thing is uh, not to get too much off tangent we're doing so when the whole alien uh alien, that's alien. <laughs> alien. oh yeah there we go <laughs> i said it next to alan and elliot yeah um like people who are fans like people are saying all oh, elliot's nothing but a walk career wash up and we made him and then alan's gonna be he's younger can do this and he's even better mm-hmm. and people are saying well elliot look what he does right now and this and this and this and i was obviously i was a fan of both so as long as you play well in goal i don't care who your name was right so each of them had their tendencies that that super upset me 
and the other one, they also both had their positives that made them who they are. So watching those fights online between those fans, mm-hmm. like on all the blues, like fan pages, like via Facebook and you know Twitter and stuff, mm-hmm. the Elliot, Elliot. Now I'm doing the same. The Elliot <laughs> and yeah. Alan thing. Okay. Coffee. Yeah. So, but yeah. So uh, that's a quick roundup of just this week's blues news. So mm-hmm. basically, we're. Without one of the top six forward, a guy who thinks he's a top six forward is not going to be here. Mm-hmm. And a couple of cuts that were pretty much going to happen, but, you know, hoping that, you know, Galliard work out. But there's a couple of guys that we said that uh, have stuck around that I'm kind of surprised. Like, for example, uh, Augustino, who last time we recorded had the uh, almost hat trick. Mm-hmm. He's leading the team in uh, uh, points right now in the preseason. The guy has 10 career NHL games, so you never know. Maybe he just found it. On a hot streak. If not, it's a good guy to have around in the minors in case we need to bring somebody up. I so, mean, if he's going to keep this up, I'm all for it. So we'll see what Sign happens with him. And also a prospect, uh, Samuel, let's go Blaze, Blaze. Mm. Blase, is that Yeah, I think we that's, that's, that's what I said last week. Because <laughs> we were just, very you're being French. fun. It yeah. seems French, but we could be completely wrong. Yeah, so he has turned out to be very well, and Hitchcock's actually pointed out how well he's played. So him and Schmaltz are two prospects. There's many people who say Hitchcock's not a fan of youth or whatever. He made a point to point those two guys out to the media and saying how well they've played and, you know, if they keep playing that way, they'll have a spot on the team. As long as he stays unbiased and watches who, you know, plays well and makes yeah. his decision off of that, then I'm good. Yep. And then uh, we'll come back and talk about what's happened so far in the preseason. So, so now the uh, we'll talk about the preseason games, which, like I said, it's preseason, so it's a lot of just seeing, trying out guys, seeing if they work. And with the World Cup, like Tarasenko said, with his training in the World Cup, he's like, I've already been skating two and a half months. Mm-hmm. You know, so he's like, I'm already, I really haven't, you know, I only had like a month off, and then yeah. I was already back. So he was like, I'm ready for games. Yep, when he's he, ready to go. Yeah, so Good to go. So I think that's a lot of the case with some of the guys with. Uh, the World Cup there, like that kind of helps and kind of get you. In well, it's like they kind of have that a, mentality of backing into it. Yeah. I mean, and not just, you know, the head start type thing, but I mean, they're, they're prepped, they're ready, they're good to go. They're like a step ahead of everybody else that's just now starting this preseason stuff. Yeah. So it's good that the kind of get that in there. So we're going to go over, we were recording last time, so we won't go over any of the, the split squad game against uh, the Blue Jackets where we won seven to three and five nothing. Five nothing. So. We played uh, Dallas twice last week. So on Monday, the 26th, it was in Dallas, and we lost 3-1. to one. Mm. Yep. So that was kind of – we kind of didn't really send too many people there. Nope. So I was not really uh, – and there was really – I tried to look up, like, any kind of write-up about it and stuff, and it was kind of hard to find that. Exhibition the, game. The funny thing is, like, when you, like, click on it for, uh, like, NHL.com – it's literally a picture of Yuri Hoodler, and he's like, Yuri Hoodler had a goal and assist to help the Stars defeat the Blues 3-1. to one. That's the write-up. <laughs> yep, that's exactly like what I read earlier today. I was like, oh, So well. I was like, oh, thanks. I didn't even, like, when I was getting the updates for that game, it just it seemed like there was the most boring game that they've played. It seemed played. like no one was even and also, paying attention. 
to it's, it. It's also proven that the Blues always lose on my birthday. So, really? Yeah. We'll stop having birthdays. I know. So my yeah, birthday don't officially. die, but just changed. don't have birthdays. No, birthdays. Like every year, it's like, yeah, I'll change my birthday to a different day. So yeah, that would work out. Yeah, they get in summer like mine. Yeah, well, I think we'll do that then. Yeah, just I mean, to... both our birthdays are during off-season, so. There we go. Sometimes. A couple of years ago, oh, they yeah. were still playing on my birthday. And then and then I think I believe it was the season before that, too, because I think it was the Blackhawks and Bruins were playing on my birthday. Mm, there you go. Yeah, June 22nd. That was at the lockout year when, because when I went along that year, I think it I might think have been. So. Yeah. yeah, actually, yeah, you're correct. I think it was because yeah, that way like, year went a little bit long because of the uh, lockout. All I wanted was to watch hockey on my birthday. I got it. I was so good to happy. go. Yeah, I was go. really happy. <laughs> so then they lose turnaround, and they play back here, and then the Blues had a little bit more of their what you call regulars in, mm-hmm. I guess you could say, and they win against uh, Dallas at home four to one on three power play goals. So Pareko, uh, Schmaltz. And Limbaum, all the power play goals in the point. So many power play Jeez. dances. We're done. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so the power play is already uh, looking good. So that's I'm positive. So the Blues then wind up playing, would be last night, October 1st, Boo. in a televised game. Mind you, it was Chicago's feed. Of course it was. Um, the yeah, four nothing. Of four nothing. They uh, lost to the Blackhawks. I uh, I didn't unfortunately did not get to see this game which kind of sucks because mm-hmm. uh it was actually televised and I found out I didn't have an NHL network until I actually turned on the game. But it looks like I didn't miss much so I'm kind of happy at the same time. I feel like I would have been really really devastated after watching that game. But like I was saying earlier, it seems like they had like their all-star lineup out there against Yeah, Kane Panarin was in. I believe mm-hmm. Crawford was in as well. Yeah, and, Crawford uh, was in that. Yeah, so we brought up our Carter Hutton was the goalie for the whole game and apparently played very well. Uh, we yep. pretty much got outplayed pretty much the whole time. I think. Uh, did he play the whole game? I thought he only played the first two. No, yeah, Be- uh, Bennington. Well, Bennington did he, come in the last he, one. He year, came right? in like the the last period. Last third in the third. So, um, but Carter Hutton did pretty well. So it looks like the uh, worries about having a decent goalie as a backup. I liked him when he was in Nashville. So yeah, he did. He did well. And Nashville fans were very. Uh, he stepped up pissed, when pissed he had he, to. Uh, when Rene was hurt last year, he pretty mm-hmm. much. Kept them afloat until he got back. Yeah. So I was happy with that sign. As much as I was sad losing Elliot, mm-hmm. at least you got somebody who's pretty cool. I mean, at, uh, we need somebody to back up. Yeah, because I didn't know if the younger guys would be ready yet, so they might need our year. I mean, or two. Like, I like, uh, like Copley. And Copley had part of the shutout the other night. Yeah. Then I mean, he played he, well. Uh, I, I remember watching him last preseason. Um, big dude, too. We were at so. a game, yeah. and I remember watching him. He, he played great. We sat right behind him. And. Yeah, so he's part of the Yoshi trade, so as many people are sad about that. So we got nothing for T.G. Yoshi now that Brower's gone. There you go. Oh, I'm still really butthurt so about really? that. Oh. I can't help it. I, I was know. a Brower fan, man. I, I, just, I just don't want to think about it. And Hey, if you've got a name like the Black Hawk Killer, I'm down. Yeah, so hopefully he, uh, <laughs> hopefully he can't, you know, you never know. Also, you never know with Yoshi coming back because uh, he's a free agent after this year. I just don't think – well, I don't think we can sign him just because he's going to want a lot of money. Cause, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I don't know if Washington can do it with all the guys they have to sign. So it'll be interesting. <laughs> right? God, they have like. So who knows where he goes? Too. But um, Lou's kind of wrap it up this week with preseason. We're about eleven days, ten days technically, away from preseason. All right, being over and the season actually starting. Our season starts the. What, what's the twelfth. The thirteenth. Yeah, the twelfth. No, thirteenth for home. home yeah. Oh, okay. There we go. We play back to back. So because we play Chicago first, right? Correct, yeah. And then we play Minnesota here at home. Yep. Cool, yeah. Chicago. 
Yep. <laughs> and then we play I'm over it already. <laughs> Minnesota and then the Rangers that week. So a very busy week. So next to this week, wrapping up preseason, they play at Washington. Then Washington comes here to play on Wednesday. And then we go in Chicago. Excuse me. Chicago is back here on the 8th to play. Yes, Saturday. Yeah. That's right. We've already got some uh, blood, bad blood against them. So, yeah. So uh, some positive things out of preseason so far. Ryan Reeves looked really well. He's got a lot of uh, – Props from I seen a lot of tweets last night that he was looked a lot quicker. Good, um, which I think well, this. I think, in the new, I, think in the, I think in the new. I think in the new system, it's not. It's a very like we're not obviously a big team anymore. Mm-hmm. So he's gonna. He will say that he said skating's improved and he's in on the four check and prevented like an icing a couple of times and he needs to be bigger, uh, faster, stronger. So he's a. Uh, so that's good that he's a. Uh, and I love better Reeves. shape. Yeah. So I, I mean, love Reeves. I was really sad that we didn't see him as much as we, I feel like we should have in the postseason, but you know, it's neither here nor there. Yeah. But I think with him being a faster now, that's definitely something better that's going to benefit him. And then hopefully stays in the lineup as much. Cause I liked him too. I hope that he keeps up with them and, uh, plays like he did. Obviously, like you said, everybody's saying that he's playing really good. I hope he keeps that up because not only him being like a versatile player on the ice, but being, you know, like, our enforcer guy like yeah it's pretty much the only guy with size that's kind of intimidating but we have left mm-hmm. really nothing against Berglund not really there uh Preko as big as he is like he is just that he hasn't had that side of his he's game yet he doesn't yeah he doesn't have yeah. that yeah he's not like the the sassy like instigator out there yeah, he's not like Chara or like a uh, pronger type guy where he's big and old uh-huh I think he'll develop in time and he will fight you yeah yeah I think he'll develop in time but I think right now uh just focusing on you know getting the other things right mm-hmm. which is good so keep it up reeves yeah so we're looking forward to the season so well like i said it wasn't much this week to really kind of go over we had some big news but we kind of went over it already mm-hmm. but uh with chris not here so it's all right Aye, chris yeah Aye. he's in uh where do i say louisville, louisville. had a big uh a big one of his i think it was his last big festivals for the year so then he'll be uh should be okay the rest of the year after that. I miss him kind of. He's cool. Yeah. <laughs> He'll be back. <laughs> so, like I said, we uh, every week here on out, I'll post the other the Central Division preview will be up this week as well. Since uh, A double dose of me. Yeah, so this week will definitely be up. With the whole website going down kind of like worried me last week. With Sorry, the, guys. Um, I know you all want to hear my really sexy voice. Yeah. True. So, <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, we'll wrap things up here then. So if you'd like to get a hold of the podcast on Twitter at Blues Hockey NHL, on Facebook, Blues Hockey Podcast, also via email, Blues Hockey Podcast at gmail.com. Dot com. I remembered everything. Right Good job. Myself. You didn't even have to look down yeah, at a piece of paper. Piece of paper. <laughs> I, know, I know. So and then, you. Uh, thank you. Oh. Oh. So if you want to go to Ashley. The circle of trust, guys. Oh. We're on a trust tree. Yeah, <laughs> trust we are. Tree. We are now. trust tree. Bye, Chris. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you're gonna hold Ashley at Ashley Ryan. So on Twitter and Jason, I brought. Do you have a Twitter at all? No, I don't have a Twitter. Yeah, uh, you don't believe in that. No, it's all right. Don't. You don't need to promote yourself at all. I think it's just like I've gone so far without a Twitter that I. I... I would just feel lost if I'd make one. <laughs> How does this work? Can you everybody see, see this? I feel like ever to get a Facebook. Okay, you see, I feel like that with Snapchat. I feel like I'm too past that. Yeah, I don't you know, like it. I can't. I was like, 
I'm too old for that, ain't I? Well, I get I get all of the people on like Twitter and Facebook that are like the younger guys. Like, so if you're interested, here's my snap, and I'm like, I don't have a Snapchat, but or, why? Or get it? Yeah, get like, it. What, for what is me. That? I said that. I saw that recently. I'm like, but I. What is that? I tell them I'm like, guys get too creepy on that stuff. Oh, but I wouldn't be. I'm like, yeah. I'm engaged. Get out of here. And like, even some yes. girls get creepy. They do. Girl too. Like not not to me, but like I remember she had a Snapchat. Like I never, I had a Snapchat. I never used it. Mm-hmm. I would just take a picture of my foot. Yeah, some Let's people see. are into that, man. You never yeah, know. I guess. And well, his toenails are painted, so. Oh, hot. Yeah. Uh-huh. Very right. nice, like, Tiffany teal color right now. Right. So, we'll probably picture a picture of that up later. No, we yeah. won't. Oh, God, with my tattooed toes. Oh, my oh. God. Walk hard, babe. <laughs> there we go. So, the next week, we'll go over pre- the rest of the preseason games, and we'll prep for the beginning of the season. And uh, I think we're getting inching closer <laughs> to uh, our big announcements uh, slowly. Chris is not here because Chris is kind of the facilitator on that. But we've got some stuff in store. Yeah, but we also uh, we got a couple more confirmed guests that will most when Chris is back. I'll let him reveal it since he's done a lot of the work on that. So it'd be unfair if I start doing that. <laughs> so there's a teaser for next week. So all right, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.